0: I just realized that I, I I blew my wad in the last episode and talked about pretty much all my good stuff.
1: What? So, Don't uh, tell the people that. Well, no. I
0: mean, I got a few things, but Jesus Christ, Sarah, I, that's
1: her setting in the barlow over there. I guess so. Episode two seventy three. This is going to be garbage. What? Get out.
0: <laughs> this just in: Sarah didn't do her homework.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, we'll see what we can do. Mm-hmm. We can make something out of nothing. I bet we can.
0: I got a few things Sarah on the list. Sarah
1: just like, told me the best story and we weren't even recording. Mm-hmm. Want to tell them? Sure. Kill
0: some air? Yeah. We were talking about <laughs> our, our mutual love of Butterfingers and our disgust of anything, uh, stale Butterfingers. Yes. But in telling the story, I was <laughs> I, it popped into my head that I went to a 4th of July party many years ago at the home of the uh, gentleman who invented the, or came up with the slogan, don't lay a finger on my butterfinger right. or never lay a finger, whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Yeah. He made a, a pretty penny off of that.
1: Oh, and so here's what I want to know. Yes. How did you know he did that?
0: Uh, because the daughter of the person told us, because I was like, how the hell does somebody afford this house? It was huge. They had a, a, a live in or a person there who just did, um, like hair and makeup and nails. No
1: oh, way. I swear.
0: That's crazy. They had like a beautician on staff.
1: Okay. And so do you think clearly he made others Of slogans. course. I'm but sure he did. What, that was the big one. Yeah, that Yeah. But his, his- they,
0: they, they, the daughter pitched it as like, yeah, after that he basically never had to work again. But wow. I'm sure he did. Okay.
1: I don't understand the advertising community. Like, me neither. Let's say.
0: What if this were all just some BS that she told me <laughs> and like I would just be gullible <laughs> enough to believe it?
1: <laughs> right. Well, okay. So let's say he, through his company, Mm -hmm. um, put in a bid to create the marketing campaign for Butterfinger,
0: right? Mm And then that would be a set rate. So, like, I think this was back before that even be like maybe the laws were different.
1: So it would be like, however well the campaign did, you'd get a
0: cut of it. I don't know how it works
1: because that to me seems Mm -hmm. like. It's like a false story, a false narrative, where
0: because
1: mm-hmm. yeah, if you become, if you come up with just do it or whatever,
0: right? That then what right. that
1: leads to is like a million other contracts, and that's how you make your money.
0: Yeah. Okay. Not. It says that. Are you looking for this, this is so funny. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> this poor guy.
0: It was two thousand nine. Really.
1: This is like the history of. Don't don't lay a finger on my
0: butterfinger. <laughs> huh.
1: I that seems like that was uh, oh, a lot. Maybe you've longer been bamboozled. Then
0: maybe no, no. no that's better, been around a no. long time. Yeah, it has. Nobody
1: let better lay a finger. Yeah, on since
0: me. 1988.
1: Yeah, because remember it was like in Bart Simpson. Yes, that's too. exactly what they talk about yeah. in here.
0: Mm-hmm. No mention of this guy.
1: <laughs> the genius behind <gasps> yeah, that's nobody. Funny. Better lay a finger. And I just
0: remember talking.
1: Sarah laid night. a finger on my Butterfinger. I, I did and, and I do it again. Gosh darn it. <laughs> she regrets nothing. Yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. I saw a video oh. of one of my favorite hmm. uh, radio personalities. Howard Stern? Delilah After Dark. Oh. Oh. I love her. Is she the one who does the, the dedications? Cut, yeah. Basically the soothing, like, Yes. hey, everybody. You know? And it's super cheesy, uh-huh. but like, it's just I, comforting. I don't know. I like it. It's like your version of ASMR. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, and yeah. also
1: I do enjoy the soft rock that she plays. <laughs> but anyway. <Susan> sounds. <laughs> she. 70s and beyond. Is a woman who has adopted like a gazillion kids. Oh. I don't even know the grand total.
0: Is this the woman who had a child mm-hmm. that, pa- that passed away? Yeah. Yes. Suicide.
1: Suicide. One of them. One of them died from a, a health issue. Oh, God but she was she did this video about like what not to say to oh, somebody who's lost a child or good. suffered a tragedy That's like important.
0: that. What shouldn't we say? Mm.
1: I t- I trust that you would already know these things, but I think a lot of people maybe wouldn't. Um when they she said I hate when people say I know how you feel mm. because even if you've lost a child, right? You have no idea how I feel. That's
0: just a good rule in general Ain't to just never say I know how you feel because truth. nobody knows how anybody feels.
1: Right. So I know the impulse to say it mm-hmm. is out of kindness, yeah, but it's not something that anyone ever wants to hear. Like, mm. oh, well, that's a relief. This dope knows how I feel. <laughs> well, good. Now I don't feel that way. <laughs> Problem solved. Oh, gosh. Um, she said she hates when people say he's in a better
0: place. Oh. Um, Even though she's a faithful person, she's a a Christian. It almost implies that like you didn't make a a good enough place for them here or or like whatever you did. She's like, he's not supposed
1: to be in a better place. He's supposed to be here until he's old and then he can go to the better place. Right, right, right. And then she hates mm-hmm. when people say, like, he's an w- angel watching you. She's like, mm-hmm. that's not even biblical. <laughs> like, that's, <an laughs> that's even not even a how thing. And so, like. Oh, that's funny. But I'm sure but there's so. about a million other dumbass things yeah, people what's say. The... Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, you shove that oh, right up that your ass. that is the
0: worst. I... That one is the worst. I feel like
1: it's gone out of favor because I don't no. know if it's just not with me. Uh, or... They
0: cited a bunch when I had my miscarriage i heard it from everybody
1: who in I, person
0: uh over the phone over old they were people who were from a generation that was not ours
1: i think it's just simpletons that like they can't think of so they have to be like oh yeah everything happens for a reason so we don't have to talk about this and anymore. this
0: individual like preface this with i know this isn't maybe what the, you want to hear but oh. yes oh. can you believe
1: that one off the air, no. I'll tell you who did it. Okay, but. and did you say you're right? I didn't want
0: to hear that. We already knew. We like Landon and I were in the car together when this happened, and we oh both were God. like looked at each other because we we like had already discussed how that was the worst thing that people said. <laughs> it really, is. you know. But everybody should know thing, this, by right? Now. The interesting thing is that after time passed, and when I was with just Landon, and we kind of reflected. We did have those thoughts of like, there was meaning in this and we did, you know, there was a, like a, this almost did have a purpose and and look at what happened and look at how much closer we are and look how it improved the relationship in a way, kind of like made us deal with a bunch of stuff, but it's not the choice of what I would have, you know, but in hindsight, I, I feel like we but can, But the idea that and,
1: it happened to produce those results no, is
0: ridiculous. Right, <gasps> of course right. we
1: can find ways that. You can make the best yes. of. Yes. It's
0: almost like meaning making afterwards. Yeah. And there's a bunch of research on that, that if you reflect on something that was really like Nelson Mandela, if given the option said he would absolutely go through everything he went through before because it made him who he is. And people are that that narrative becomes important for people. Well, that's yeah. really nice for them. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> that narrative. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not into it. I will say what I am into is lighting candles and getting cozy in my house, mm. and I have about a gazillion homesick candles that I have purchased and that I love to give to people as gifts, and that I also like to light around my house. I have the books one on my dining room table, yes, which I love. I have not yet lit the Friday Night Lights one, but you said that it's real. It's, it's like leather, accurate. yes. Like it smells like football yes. and grass yes. and men yes. and leather all of it so that's so funny uh-huh. but they have like the cities and states that you might miss but they also have these sort of experiences
0: i love might... los angeles way more than i thought I would the candle yes <laughs> that's funny uh-huh
1: why you and thought it was gonna be like, like, like
0: yeah i don't know why. <laughs> whatever it was i was like oh i'm into this and like i in the past hadn't been a real like Los you know, Angeles like, person, yeah, like, like, and now I, f- I feel like, because I, I was born and ra- born in Los Angeles, it helped
1: you connect. Yeah, to your and I'm city. like, oh, I'm
0: like L.A. That's like born and raised. It's cool. Like, look at that's Los Angeles, and that's where I'm from. And it, like, I, yeah, that I didn't is think about really that. Cool.
1: I like that because that's how I feel about Pittsburgh, and I'm sure most people feel about their hometown, but L.A. has a different vibe. But these candles are really cool. They last a long time, and they make great gifts. Go to homesick.com to find every single one of the 50 United States candles plus dozens of classic U.S. cities and popular countries of the world shipped direct to you and your friends or family in just days. Right now, our listeners can get free shipping plus $10 off when you buy two or more candles. Visit homesick.com and use code BRAINCANDY. That's homesick.com, and use code BRAINCANDY. Okay, next up on my list of Mm -hmm. things to talk to Sarah about. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I read this really cool article about the importance of street names.
0: Oh, I can get behind this.
1: Yeah, Yeah. It was in the New York Times, and it was... In the context about voting, mm. because there are a lot of people, especially like in Native um, Native American tribes, they don't have traditional like addresses. And that in, in some states, if you don't have an address, oh. you can't vote. I
0: didn't and, even think about and that. And so it's
1: like a way to disenfranchise <gasps> um, certain groups of people. Yep. And it was just really fascinating um, to read about, because if you're a person with an address and you get mail at your house, you really don't think about it. Right. And it was saying how there are still many areas in the U S that are so rural, they don't even get mail. So they have to have a post office box. Mm-hmm. And if you have a post office box, that doesn't count what? when you're voting either.
0: What you have. Well, in
1: certain States you have to oh, have like a physical. That
0: address. is absolutely designed to disenfranchise.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and it began as a tool. It says a tool of war. Um what? Like they <laughs> in Austria, that's when they started like giving people like here's your house number, here's your street number mm-hmm. because it helped them like round up people to fight in the war. Cuz mm-hmm. then you could like locate the people that you needed. Before yeah. it was just like you live where? Yes. <laughs> Turn left at the big tree. Yeah, and then during the Enlightenment, it became more like rational and um And it equalized everybody. So,
0: question: What came first, the grid pattern that cities are built in, or addresses? Well,
1: I think addresses came first, but that the grid was also. I I suspect that it was part of this Enlightenment movement. Year was
0: that that we that they started. Oh my god, hundreds of years. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is a long, long time ago, and so. This is
0: an interesting history of, though.
1: Right. And it was saying how the the good thing about it is it made everybody equal in the sense that, like, whether you were a king or just some guy in a shack, mm-hmm. you had a house number. Mm-hmm. And so everybody had the same system. But, unfortunately, that's not how it's playing out in the U.S., at least, and probably globally yeah. to a certain extent. Um, huh. And it also, it, like... Has a thing where it's like back in the day, you only needed a house number really if someone would want to get a hold of you. Like, if because previously it had meant like you were important,
0: because mm-hmm.
1: Joe Schmo doesn't need one, right? So that's why everyone getting one was such a big deal because previously it was like equalizer. if you were important, yeah. Um, but anyway, it's also a problem with like ambulances. Like if you don't have a house Oh number, my gosh. And like you There's need... a lot of
0: consequences. Yeah. And pizza delivery. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: obviously. So I don't know. I just was thinking about it. And it was such a, um, I wasn't expecting so much information in one mm-hmm. um, article, but I'll put it in the newsletter. If you want to sign up our uh, website, thebraincandypodcast.com, you can just put your email in there. We send one out once a week. With the links of the crap we talk yeah, about, I'm gonna
0: have to check that article out. That's yeah,
1: um, I'm not doing it justice, but it just was, was food for thought.
0: I live in a community that's fairly new, yeah, and so the street names are also new. Right. And <laughs>
1: wait, what are?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. There's one intersection that's especially hilarious because the street Antonio intersects with the street Banderas on purpose. Well, that would be a weird coincidence if Antonio and Banderas, come on, somebody, there is definitely some intention. This was like built in like the. Right. What? No, you're right. 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 But it's still weird. And like of all people to pick.
1: I think why, that's what, why I said on purpose. Right. It was like, like they,
0: I think they were trying to use a lot of names that sounded like the name ridiculous. of the, Oh, what does it mean? It means like the hunting ground like Cota de Casa, in some language that's not Spanish. It's like Portuguese or something like that. I can't remember what it is. But I think they were trying to use similar like words. Oh, God. And so they just picked Antonio and Banderas. That's bizarre. Yeah, because Bert and Reynolds wouldn't have been... Uh, uh, <laughs> that would have seemed a little more obvious. Antiquated. Right. Uh
1: But your... I'm not going to say your street, yeah. but it is also quite modern. Uh-huh.
0: And they're it's we live in a a line like a row of these little cul-de-sacs and everyone is a different kind of berry. Oh, okay. so it's like or or like thing that you find on a tree. It's very it's it's a theme. It's like a theme. I live in a themed street neighborhood.
1: So do I. I guess that's really common. Well, not now, but like oh, in wait, Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, in Pittsburgh. Wait, yeah. do I? I do. Yeah. This neighborhood is um
0: like Native American oh, names. There's a really cool name of a street that I turn on to get to your warrior. house. Warrior. warrior, no. Yes. Warrior no. intersects with another one. What's the, the one where the light is? Where it's like- Black horse. Black horse and warrior. <laughs>
1: That's another
0: cool one. Yeah. It's oh. like
1: all Indian or Native American. I'm big
0: about the name of the street that I live on. Like There, there were houses that we looked at where I liked it, but I was like, mm, I don't really like this. Come
1: street on. Yeah. See, now you know the importance of street yep, names. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, okay. Next up
0: on my list, mm-hmm. do you think your dog hates your phone? Yes. And I think that my dog especially hates it when I try to take a picture of, like I think he, he recognizes it, that it's a distraction from me playing with him. That's what this article I read. I'm pretty sure. Said. And it's not Bo, it's Sigmund. Like, Go figure. What about if you
1: try to take their picture?
0: Doesn't like it. And <laughs> like this said. It, Like Sigmund really doesn't like it. Do you? And he'll like do a thing. And then as soon as I put the, cam- the phone out there, he'll stop doing the thing. Whatever it is. Like the thing that was adorable that I'm trying to For take a picture real? of. He like won't. Yeah. He also, but he hates costumes. He hates all that kind of stuff.
1: He's a hater. He
0: is a hater. So
1: does he hate books? Like if you got out a book? No. That's weird to me. That is weird. Why do you think that might be?
0: Oh, gosh. I not Maybe don't they even can ha- hear
1: like the buzzing of the phone. You know what I mean? Like, because since it's yeah. their whatever... Frequencies? <laughs> yes. Yes. I wonder, can they? Maybe. Hmm. I'm sure they can hear whatever the hell is going on. Yeah.
0: On the phone. But he does not. It's definitely a different reaction. Than it's it. a jealousy. Yeah. Yes. An irrit- and it's almost okay. like because it's between me... And him, he like wants to get underneath oh, it—the
1: physical part. Physical. But yeah. not books, though.
0: No, Well, at least he doesn't. He hasn't done that enough. When I've, I'm trying to think if I read books in a different place than I watch, or that I use my phone. Maybe that's why. But no, or
1: maybe it's just not as you know,
0: like, co- f- yeah, frequent, frequent. Yeah, like he sees the phone all the time.
1: Right. Well,
0: I mean, I, not like kids and dogs are the same, but I was looking through something, it was like something, some therapist article or whatever it was, but it was saying how children are saying that they really don't like the phones. Like kids are saying yes. their biggest complaint about their parents is mom spends right. too much time on her phone or dad won't play with me because he's on his phone, whatever. Yeah. So if kids are feeling like they're, I mean, if even our dogs are feeling true, uh, jealous of the technology, I'm pretty sure the kid is probably feeling yeah. like that too.
1: Well, he. Has Good thing I don't phone. have any. So yeah,
0: <laughs> um, keep using my phone. Anyway, what does this article a- say? Does this article agree with me?
1: Yeah, it was basically saying that that's the, what they suspected too—that <sighs> the dog had a sense of like this phone is taken away
0: from my. You know what I love is it. I used to be the one who came into the show with all the dog stories, and you were always <laughs> like, "Oh, for Pete's sake, another research on dogs, more dog facts." You have the the little puppy itch, and oh, now no. you are. I have heard two dog stories in the last like two weeks. See?
1: Now you're about to hear a murder story.
0: (gasps) Oh, I love a murder story.
1: (laughs) I mean, we've had debates about like who our favorite murderers Mm -hmm. are. I always say BTK. No, the Unabomber. Oh, right, right? And you, did you say, was yours the clown guy? No, Daisy? it was
0: Ted Bundy for a long oh, yeah. time. Not Ted Bundy, uh, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer for a long oh. time. But I would, yes, I think Zodiac is, I've got to give it up to uh I want to find individual. out who that guy is. How about how Ted Cruz put out the, did you see that? That Zodiac thing on okay, the, oh my gosh. I was like, you're not even cool
1: enough for that. Get out of here. If you are into this sort of true crime <gasps> situation. Yes. And or if you love like escape rooms or like solving puzzles, yes, yes, as and we yes, do, <laughs> then you have to try Hunt a Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, it is this awesome situation where they send you every month a kit to figure out. I got my <laughs> mystery, <laughs> and you get crime scene photos, evidence, motive,
0: and suspect information, and you can you have to solve the crime. However, good you think it is. It's freaking better. You love it. It's. I didn't think that the stuff that I would get would be as good as it was. Yeah. That like it's not just it's like realistic. It's. Oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it.
1: It is so fun. You could play it solo, or you could like do a game night like Sarah loves. Yes. With all friends. Yes.
0: Yep. I think it's a great date night thing.
1: Yeah. You it's know. just like a really cool idea, and you do have to think. Yes. So it's like, you know, it's not just mindless like mm-hmm. we do on our phones. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, just for our listeners, you can go to com slash candy for 10% off your first box. They only accept 200 members per day, so hurry to take advantage of the offer. That's com slash candy for 10% off your first box. com slash candy. See if you have what it takes to get into the mind of a serial killer and solve the mystery. I know we do. Mm-hmm. We have what it takes. Um, okay. Yeah. Maybe I just have the doggy itch. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So I had, I heard a series of, of, uh, facts, if you will, I guess they're sort of facts, um, useful advice Mm -hmm. that I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I've heard three different things from three different people all on the same subject, Mm -hmm. but they were tricks to use like how to measure things and count things by using your body parts. Okay. Do you know about the knuckles and the months? Nothing. Okay, so you know how that saying, 30 days has September, April, June, and November? You can use your knuckles okay. to do the same thing. So any time there's a knuckle is 31 days. Okay. So January, then the little indent is February, March, April, May, June, July, and then you tap on that one again, August, because that also has 31, and then you go back and it always works. What? <laughs> I like my mind was blown when they were showing me this, and like multiple people in my clinic knew about this. Really? Yeah, and I was like, "What? How did I, I, I have to say the whole entire rhyme in my head?" And I can just go January, February, March. And, oh, okay, that one has thirty. That's way faster, right? And then I have to do it on my fingers and all that. So it's really,
1: like, the thing that we're learning is that there are just two months in a row that have thirty-one. Yes, and we're,
0: February is the only one where you got to be like, mm, remember that, it's – and but, it's super short. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. But besides, there's no part of the. Rhyme, you know, so. they
1: should have just said that. They, they, this is the way better method, way better. Yeah, I agree with you.
0: So, what and, else did you learn? Okay, then was your great life hack, right? That's what I was thinking. And I'm like, oh, then I googled some weird things like body parts for measuring. Don't, <laughs> don't google that, definitely don't google that. <laughs> that is a rhyme. That was not the correct uh description of what I wanted to Google <laughs> to find me. Unfortunate
1: uh, Google search, yes,
0: that, that would fall into that. Um, same with my kitty bikini wax from, uh, oh my some God. months back. Right. Both of those don't bother. Big mistake. Mm-hmm. Huge. Uh, so <laughs> the other one is the, the crease of your elbow, like that, the crease in your arm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like the inside of your forearm from the crease of your, your, what do you call elbow pit? We'll call it yeah, your, elbow, your elbow, pit, elbow pit to the crease that your wrist makes Yeah. the length of your foot exactly come on right see that's what people say when you tell them like come on there's no way one girl in my clinic was like no chance and she put her foot up there she's like wait a sec and had to take off her she's like that looks huge took off her shoe she did it exactly come on yeah and this is scientific or just sort of in general i think it's like in general the only thing um so there was there's one friend of mine who also your wingspan is the same as your height that i did know Except I have a that's friend so good, who is, was uh, a premature baby and her wingspan is longer than her height because she basically didn't grow into like the rest her of potential Her potential. She always she's said, like an yeah, ape. So she'll be like, I'm like five, three, but I'm supposed to be five, five, six or whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that interesting?
1: I didn't know that that happened to preemie babies. I
0: didn't either, but that's what she says. She's like, yeah, she said it was really unfair for her and, uh, uh, elementary school and junior high and high school where they do the arm test where she was like, I was in Bermuda's the whole time. So I got these long arms. Wow. (laughs) I just thought that was so funny. But Generally it should. Yeah. And then the other one, this one I have yet to try, but I had multiple people swear that this was a real thing that you can find the perfect size jeans Mm -hmm. without trying them on. If you're at the store where they sell jeans, you take them like folded in half, just how they are. And you Wrap it around your neck, okay. And if the two ends can meet, they'll fit you. What can you? I don't know what you're saying. Okay, so like if you hold up a pair of jeans, I'm holding them up. Yeah, and they're like kind of in half, you know, like there's two sides. In half? They're not folded oh, I see in what half, you're but like there's no body in the middle. So there's like a back and a front, you know. Okay. So just like jeans, okay. And then you take that waistband. Oh, the waistband. You, the wa- oh, I should have said that. That's, That's probably right. the part I was missing. Take the waistband. And you wrap it around. Yeah, that circumference will. This is make a made-up story.
1: <sighs> Sarah,
0: there is no. <laughs> I'm telling. Then I like saw Your it on neck- the life hack thing Who's on BuzzFeed. Neck is the same size as their waist. Uh, apparently, everyone's, but it's like half the size. Oh, okay, because it's not like the full. Oh, see how it is? I see. Okay, I go. You're, you're with saying. me, so it's really like a quarter of. of- the circumference, yes. yeah, or however Half that math works. of the diameter, yes,
1: correct. Is the length is of your circumference yes. of your yes. neck. Yeah, weird. I know. This is weird because do fat people, and I use that word just literally, mm-hmm. like
0: mm-hmm. people that are fat, they have larger neck sizes? They do. Well, I know that that's why they have men's neck sizes for shirting in different sizes. I didn't know it had to do with like. Body weight. I thought but some usually, people just have giant ass necks. Well, that could be true too, but usually, I think it usually accompanies a... Correlates. Yeah. Okay. And maybe there's maybe there's like a certain point where after a certain size, it doesn't work or something like that. Yeah. But right, for right, right. majority of sizes... Because there's only... There's yes. a limit
1: on how thick your neck can be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. This, I'm, I'm not sure about yeah. this part of it. But this. That, I mean, I was... I, but it's this, a good hack
1: for maybe if you're an average size. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going
0: to try it. Yeah. I'm going to be, imagine how ridiculous <laughs> I'm going to look, but I'm going to be holding up my jeans to my neck. Maybe, I'm they'll like, be like, ma'am, do you need a fitting room? No, I got my neck. I'm good. <laughs> right. I'm totally that person who does as much trying on of the clothes in the <laughs> like middle of the store in the mirror as I can. Why, I'm like though? almost strategically wear like camis like underneath. Reason? i i don't like waiting in that long ass line i don't like them asking me how many pieces of clothing i have i don't don't like that oh god and then depending on what store you go to there's always that person who's like the fed up and frustrated uh clothing like hanger upper who's like make sure you bring all your items out with you and i'm like where are you shopping that this is happening
1: this seems like more of
0: like forever 21 Oh, is well. That I where? mean, I'm just. I thought that's what you were gonna say.
1: I was thinking more like Ross, dress for less. Oh
0: yeah, usually discount places. Had like, they've had it. You're <laughs> totally right. It is places like that. Yeah. And as a former Forever Twenty One employee, <laughs> who has stayed many a night till three a.m.
1: Shut. Up. I'm not kidding. Because of non-hanger uppers.
0: Yeah, because you have. To, you're like the most. Wow. Difficult job. And like the the most time consuming job is is working in the dressing room and taking all those clothes because I think when people see that the clothes only cost six dollars they treat them like six dollar clothes and they get thrown on the floor. Dude, the stuff I witnessed in the the fitting rooms, what? multiple urine situations, <laughs> defecations, no questionable. What do you mean? You know how defecation? I feel about mysterious wetness. <laughs> I mean, like shit. Myst- and like that's like not in my job description. Yet what? somehow we ended up What are doing you it. saying?
1: Like a pile of poop?
0: Yeah. Where in the dressing room? In the corner? Like, yes. This was not me who witnessed this one. Thank God. But another employee said someone took a shit in the dressing room. That is really not acceptable. Right. And like <laughs> twice, I have seen two times urine. How do you, How do you know? Because the, the, when there's a yellow puddle on the floor, it's- oh, it's
1: not carpeted in there.
0: No, not when I worked, not the one I worked at. Okay, good question. No, my ours a pile. Oh,
1: do you think it's like a toddler? Maybe. Oh,
0: yeah. And the mom just left because she doesn't want to deal with it. I can imagine.
1: I worked at Old Navy, and I never had any incidents in the fitting rooms. Yeah, well, I loved working that room because you can hear like all the nonsense. Oh, that's funny. Everyone talking about like, like the moms and daughters. Oh, Oh, that just
0: that made me feel so, I just, oh, I wanted to like go in and jump in and do therapy <laughs> on all, all, even before having the credentials to do so.
1: Uh, well, if you don't have the credentials to, you know, like be a financial expert, you can still invest your money in amazing stocks and learn about the stock market through Robinhood, which is this really cool app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. Um and it's super clear and easy to digest. It's not just for rich people. It's literally for anyone. If you have 20 bucks and you're like, Hey, maybe I'll buy a stock. Yeah, You can do that. And, um, it's great because they have no commission fees and that, like I said, it's super easy to use. So you can see like the 100 most popular things in entertainment or what different oh, cool. categories yeah. that, that makes it more palatable and then you learn by doing, you learn how to invest and build your portfolio and you can, Adam's super into it. Oh, I it. can
0: imagine this.
1: He's like looking uh-huh. stuff up all the time. And for me, it's more of just like for fun, but like for research him, he's like, combined. it, it was like open the door for him to learn. Oh, that's great. And he's like a visual learner. So it was helpful for him. Um, and Robin Hood is giving our listeners a free stock. Like Apple Ford or Sprint Whoa. to help build your portfolio. I really love that. It might be the first stock you've ever owned, mm-hmm. and I think that's so cool. What a good place to start. Sign up at braincandy.robinhood.com. That's braincandy.robinhood.com. I just think that's really cool. Um, okay. Moving away from P in the dressing rooms. rooms. Oh, oh, triggered. I'm triggered. Um, let's see what I want to tell you. There's an article about how. Okay, Mm -hmm. do you? I know you do actually. The language of couples.
0: Oh, right?
1: Because often when you're with somebody, especially for a while, you sort of get into this mode where you have shorthand for or uh, code or pet names. It's like your own couple language. Mm -hmm. And Mm. it was an article talking about that phenomenon. But um, how it's often based upon the way our mom spoke to us. Oh. Huh. And I... Even for the men? It just said ours. So I'm assuming like each couple brings sort of maybe something into okay. it that they learned and that then the couple adapts to their own.
0: I do notice that the way... And I... Okay. So like the way that I talk to my dog when I'm being mm. all cuddly with him is the same way my mom talked to me when I was a baby.
1: Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Right, so you're uh, using her parenting stuff as your parent because, yeah. you know, it's like dogs, kids, yeah. whatever. Um, But you don't see it with Landon as much. Maybe his wow. language w- came from him, though. Maybe he, if you asked him, yeah, he would know where some of the origins... He kind of does that with... Yeah, I got to
0: I gotta like ask I him. Like, I wonder
1: if certain words or phrases or things coded language... Was something maybe she yeah, did with him.
0: I'm going to have to ask him. I like this. Yeah. What uh, are some ones that you think of for you guys? Well, you know how we call each other
1: Bungle. Yes. And that <laughs> um, is a reference to a show that Adam watched as a child, a Bungle Bear in England. <laughs> I think it was like a cartoon, which I guess is indirectly connected to yeah. his mom because yeah. it is his childhood. But Sarah noticed this is what we do. Like <laughs> we have this thing. Where like, if I'm done recording, when I go out into my house, I'm like, book up. Yep. And now I do it. And uh, Lincoln does it <laughs> yeah. when he gets home from school. Mm-hmm. And that's our like call. Who's here? It's like everyone Buck accounted up. for book up. Buck and up. then they reply. Yes. That's weird, but it's what we do.
0: Were you the one who told me about whistling when the person came home? Oh, and that's how they, were we talking about this?
1: I did that with somebody I was with previously, but I don't know
0: if we've ever talked about it.
1: Uh, Tim yeah. Beggy used to do that. Oh, that is it. That's oh, okay. A, yeah.
0: That he would like have a whistle on
1: Yeah. And it was helpful because when you were out, like, and you'd get lost in a crowd, mm-hmm. he would do this particular whistle and then I'd know where he was.
0: I feel like my mom had something like that. What did she do? There was definitely a word. Oh my God. I hate that. I don't remember it. Because when we would be out in a crowd. Huh. Well, she think she it.
1: always calls you Bunny. Yes. But you don't call anybody Bunny. I
0: don't. Um, okay. Maybe if I had a kid, I would call them Bunny, though.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. such a cute name for a kid. Yeah. Pet name.
0: I uh, Monkey is my go-to. For, for like, kids and,
1: like, babies. I, I go for and, donkey. <laughs> I really do. I think it's the... It's I, super funny. The Y ending. Yeah. It's like...
0: You know, yeah, you even bunny, monkey, yeah. like, and I think maybe monkey might've been from Landon's mom too.
1: Okay. Yeah. See, you can get to the bottom of that. And I feel like people Check will think out. about their, whatever they speak with their partner and think about like, did it, or is there some link? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm sure it's adapted.
0: There are things, there are also like things that, and you know, it's interesting cause most of Landon's stuff came from his dad. There are things that he does, like when we're driving in the car, he'll take his hand When like my knee go between my knees and go real fast, like a, like between the, both of my legs. And like, that's something his dad did. And he does it to me all the time or I'll do it to him. Yeah. And it's like, it's a love language. Yeah. It's totally love. It's like some people do the squeeze of the knee thing yeah where it like makes it. Laugh for that go- one. I don't either because I'm super ticklish. Yeah. But the between the leg thing is real funny to me. My mom used to make
1: up songs. I make up songs all the time. All, I do that. But yeah. I don't
0: think my mom did that. Really? But oh
1: I don't think so. You just started doing my it.
0: grandpa did.
1: Oh, okay. That's and nice. For
0: all we are going to the park, park, park. That's one that's one of his best <laughs> <laughs> greatest hits. A grandpa original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also used to say, I'll say like, how long do we get there? And he'll be like, we'll be home before you can say Jack Robinson. And then I, we would always say Jack Robinson. And he'd be like, get me again. Well, what's that from? No idea. It's, I I should Google Jack Robinson. Right. What's that a line from? Is you it like see Jackie that Robinson, right. like a baseball term? Like what? Yeah. What is that line from? Yeah. Like from? maybe
1: he ran really fast.
0: Yeah, who knows? Oh, good From question. third to home. Oh. And look at that. That has to be it. I love what you're, what you're doing. Like th- Coming up with the, Susie's got a theory. <laughs> Susie's got a theory. I do. Um, Speaking of theories, yeah, I was listening to one of our previous episodes in which we were discussing uh, what I was going to be for Halloween and how I was going to be a witch. Yeah, and you asked me, "Are you going to be a green witch?" And I said, "Like, oh, you're no. Are you going to be one of those green witches?" What did you mean by that, Wicked Witch of the West? Okay, yeah, I took it as the actual term green witch, which means somebody who's like in touch with nature and like a green witch is like somebody who like works with nature, does a lot of planting. And so as I was listening to this episode, it dawned on me that that is not the kind of green, witch you were talking about. (laughs) No. And you meant like green face, witch. and I wonder if that was the origin of the stereotypical green. green face, because somebody was like, Oh, she's a green witch. She's a green witch. And if you didn't know that like kind of culture that like, I've never heard of that. Oh, it's there are books there. It's like an actual term, and these are real witches. Yes, like they practice witchcraft,
1: yes. but they're called green because they focus on nature. Yes, wow,
0: no, and that's probably what a lot of witches like. You know, is that what back you think you are now? Totally. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, you are a green. Yeah. Witch. So when you said that, I was like, hey, absolutely. That's what I am. So when you, and when I, I asked you this, this from, did you say yes? Yes. Oh. <laughs> And I was like, yes, you got it. You nailed it. Yeah. That day and every day.
1: (laughs) You nailed it.
0: That's hilarious. So in my mind, I was like, I, then, so I, 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 like had this like realization in the shower, like as many things come to me while I'm shampooing my hair. And I was like, wait a sec. Is that why we get like, why the green face on which is a thing? Now I'm going to have to look that up. That's Interesting. And you know what? I tried to tell Landon that. He was not nearly as interested as you are right now. Why? He was just like, mm, okay, maybe. <sighs> okay, maybe. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I no, no, no. no but like, two. do you see what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is part of why I have almost given up on socializing mm. because mm-hmm. I have found mm-hmm. People are not interested in talking about
0: the things I want to talk about. Suze, you're preaching to the choir. Well, to your audience. (laughs) Because I know. I was in school the other day and and one gal who I love to death, she was like, we were talking about something and I was sharing like an article with her and she's like, there is literally no one who loves learning more than you. Like Mm -hmm. I've never met another human being who is this interested and like wants to look up this stuff on their free time.
1: I don't get why though. I, mean, I don't neither, get why this because the I'm case. like I it, Susie's like that like <laughs> I've, I've like collected in our who, audiences yes that's they why are when I meet them then they often become my true friends yep. because I'm like well, yep. we can
0: talk about this stuff and you're as interested and in, yes totally
1: yes yep. I do not understand what most people are talking about
0: and you know maybe all the women in my and, and men too in my program are like at an eight I just happen to be at a ten <laughs> so.
1: I mean, but why is it fulfilling though? Cause I'll go oh, out with it. like moms and stuff
0: uh-huh.
1: and you know, the things they want to talk about are so boring to me. Like,
0: I wonder what people talk
1: like about. they're mostly their kids Yeah, and then dumb stuff like clothes or oh, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. I'll talk about pop culture, but only if yes. there's like a broader point. Right. If we're we're
0: talking about, about why nineties clothes have made a, a <laughs> resurgence. I'm for it. But, right. Yeah.
1: Well, at any rate, I mean, maybe what they
0: need is to just learn another language. That would be helpful. Then you can at least talk about the process of learning a language and how easy it is if you have the right programs.
1: Right. Pimslur is this really cool system that teaches you how to speak another language, but unlike its competitors, it's not a language game app. You know, it's like not doing that matchy image thing or whatever. It's designed so you can learn by actually conversing and training your ears to understand native speakers, which is really kind of the mm-hmm. whole point right. of learning a language. And a lot of people feel like they don't have the time and I totally get that. But they have a system that gets you to reach an intermediate level of the language in just thirty days. And it's scientifically proven to to work. Um, the FBI use it the Marines, the Homeland Security. It's just a great way to learn a language quickly, and I want people to try it. You don't have to take my word for it. Try a full Pimsleur course absolutely free for seven days, risk-free. You don't have anything to lose by trying, but you have everything to gain, a new language, new perspective, a better understanding of other cultures. Listeners of Brain Candy should go to pimspeaks.com slash braincandy, that's P I M speaks.com slash brain candy
0: i also hear if you learn one language it's easier to learn others i know why though just you just get in. i think it's just like that part of your area i know what it's called like broca's area in the brain broca yeah b-r-o-c-a oh huh. where like language develops as adults it develops so it's like in, a muscle it develops in a different place when we're children like, there's a age cutoff, which is why they say kids can learn language faster. Yeah. Because it develops in a different part of the brain. And then once you hit a certain age, it develops in another part. What? Oh,
1: okay. Crazy. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I hope that that's true because I yeah. have never been one that's felt comfortable yeah. w- with learning another language. Because I feel like English is my um, sort of, like, uh, magical weapon. Yes, I see. So it uh, is no yeah. fun
0: to be... Oh. Without my magic. That's true. And that's probably why it it maybe seems more... not challenging, but because like you have such a deep understanding of the English language yeah. that you'd want that same yeah. thing, like the conversational, all that stuff in other languages All too. my tools
1: are gone right. when I oh, can speak to somebody. I hate it. Mm. It's so disarming. And, like, You've got your feel- looks,
0: your pretty face, <gasps> and about? don't underestimate the importance of body, body language. language. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that's true i should rely on those but things. what a horrible message that she was sending in that movie that yeah a there's a lot of problems oh speaking of which i reminded myself guess what the eels are named in right right flopsum and
1: chipsum right what i was saying the other week right when you were talking about that i thought why do i know those
0: terms and i listened to the song came up on like the halloween mix yeah i listened to it probably 40 times in a row and I was like, oh my God, they say times. that word. And I, I recognized it for the first time. I probably heard that song a million times. It registered. And I, yes, all of a sudden. And I was like, oh. It's, those words are weird, Yes, right. and also fun. And what great <laughs> names for the eels in that movie. Right. Tip of the hat to you, Disney people.
1: <laughs> yeah, somebody <laughs> tweeted that to us. And oh, I was really? like, oh, that's where oh, I've heard that before. that's great. Yeah, you were nerdy about it, but it's actually a pop culture reference yeah. as well. I
0: mean, I was like sort of nerdy since my information was like only... I was only so, so confident. <laughs> <top. laughs>
1: yeah, we don't have to put it into oh, our pile of things we got wrong. Right,
0: not yet at least.
1: I, w- I read an article, though, about how, um, you know, you are often... Lamenting social media, mm-hmm. especially Instagram, mm-hmm. but there was an article that should give you hope because it said that it is um, what's the word? Oh, it saved poetry. That's what it said how Instagram saved poetry. Is it the captions? Basically, that by putting an image yeah. with word. the poetry, yeah. it allowed people to you know enjoy it in a new way. And it allowed poets to make a living as influencers.
0: Oh, I'm getting chills. I love this.
1: Yeah. And the the top selling poets now are all popular because they spread
0: through Instagram. Huh. Isn't that cool? I love that. Mm -hmm. And I just, this morning, judged an elementary school art contest. No. True story? You went there? Yeah. And oh I judged God. all the little pieces, and I there was a, a, a rubric, and it was scored across multiple like different, oh my uh, God. like creativity, and um, who
1: asked you to do this? Uh,
0: our friend Mariana, oh, Mariana. Uh, volunteered me, and I was honored to do it. And there were mul- pe- a few different judges; like I wasn't the only one. Yeah. Um, And I was surprised to see multiple pieces of poetry in there from younger kids, and I think it is kind of and they were oh it's becoming popular yeah i was thinking that because i don't think that i would have that that was the case when i was younger or no. like i remember liking like liking poetry and writing that i can even remember when i was a little kid this memory stands out so strong in my head i was at the top of this tree climbing a tree and there was i i looked down below me and i saw something like either glitter or something like flash at the bottom of the tree. And so I climbed back down the tree and there was nothing there. And so I wrote this poem that said, what you see from up above is bound to be below. But when you see it from below, it really isn't there. And Whoa, I still remember, you're I like, so deep. I, I, I was like in first grade and I still remember every word to that. I remember it was not even a poem. It's probably just like a little thing. Limerick? And it, it stuck with me because this memory was so strong and like, you know, so it's, it's, that's very cool. I just, I don't know why I thought about that, but little kids writing poetry and maybe it's like a new cool thing.
1: Yeah. I don't have the right brain for it. I feel like I don't have that gift of even reading it with appreciation. Um, but I so respect it yeah, and think it's really important Mm -hmm. as a part of literature, but it's so great that there's this silver lining of the abyss of social media and all the bad stuff. Yeah. It's like, but Poetry. it can help art.
0: I'm even thinking of literature. those wonderful images where it's like a, uh, a picture of the scenery and there are words over it. Yeah. That's I'm sure what that's I love. that's some of it too. Yeah. 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 I love that.
1: Right. And I guess it makes sense. Cause when you think about how many like inspirational posts Correct. that people like to put up, yeah. whether it's about exercise or just like motivation Monday or whatever, mm-hmm. that it makes sense that, along with that would be
0: beautiful words Mm -hmm. that make you appreciate whatever. And thank goodness the people who have just the same ways you're like, I don't really have that skill. There are people who clearly really do. Yeah. And that they get an outlet to kind of have that shine in a different way.
1: Yeah. My friend Emily is an incredible poet and writer. And it it always is fascinating to watch her career because – She's so gifted, but it's not an area that's valued with money. Yeah. And so like, you know, it's very much like that starving artist, not in her case, but like for a lot of them. And I don't know why that's the case that it's not valued, but it seems like Instagram is helping to put some money into it. It's a
0: hard job to translate into money, I would imagine, because like.
1: Right, if you're it's a, a piece of paper, person, like you can't be how obsessed. much can
0: you charge for it? Whereas, like a fine art piece, you can say that over there, that's three thousand yeah. dollars. Like a poet poet can't go. This poem I wrote, fifteen hundred to read that.
1: In the article, it was talking about the poet laureate at the moment, mm-hmm. and I was surprised there is one because, mm. like, you would think like Trump would have oh, gotten, you know, because he's yeah. not exactly right. the man kind of the of guy, yeah. man of the arts. <laughs> So a patron, I, if you will, <laughs> I was. I thought, well, hey, I'm just glad there is somebody that's been mm-hmm.
0: what's commissioned mm-hmm. to, to do
1: that job still. Anyway, I thought you'd be happy because you know you're always down yeah. on the Insta. I,
0: yeah, well, you know, I do like that part of it, <laughs> and I love me a haiku. What? What
1: is that? Five seven five.
0: Oh, love you, it.
1: Do you know one? like, a, I like don't know. we
0: can make one. Go ahead. I'm Haikus on. for me, fun. Haikus for you not so much bring on the wordplay there you go five seven five why do you love that i don't know i just feel like there's i think it almost the same way (laughs) that was a terrible one first of all i don't say i I didn't say it was good it's off the top of my head what am i supposed to do i just try to take the whatever with topical right now um but the same way Uh a tweet limits the characters so you have to come up with like you know you as somebody who writes a lot of jokes on twitter yeah you got to make them short concise get the point across capture the audience and a feeling and the message and like limited characters and i think there's something really cool about limiting the characters and and capturing a feeling like real haiku is so beautiful it's a lot of times about nature i love it i really do
1: Okay, mm-hmm. I think I don't. That's part of what I don't have the gift. We about. had
0: I had a text message chain which you would have hated. This it was a group text with all of my camp people where I think everybody only answered in haikus. Come on, we like went through a phase where we're like we're gonna say everything we want to say, but in haiku form, and it's great.
1: I don't even <laughs> understand who irritates you anymore
0: because <laughs> we'll shoe people. Clearly, the people who offer me a size six and a size nine, and like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> shoe, sales, shoe people sales people are the only people the that annoy you yeah
1: <laughs> um i did read that people with debt mm-hmm. are nicer quantifiably nicer more agreeable what and there was just this little article about how people with debt are more agreeable and i was wondering why you think that might be
0: i i have no clue
1: I mean, okay, so I always talk about as a server how the worst people are the Sunday church crowd. They're the really? worst tippers. Really? They're
0: rude and entitled. Do they write those stupid things like on the menu, like whatever they write in the tip section of like- Probably. But Pray I know, more, yeah. God's watching you or something like that?
1: And Well, they're usually families and so kids are always harder because they make a huge mess of Cheerios everywhere on the floor and you got to clean it up. But the best tippers and the most- like best people to have in your section are smokers and like blue collar people. They tip really well. And <sighs> so this fits in with that idea for me. It's like, if you have like, if you've been through crap, yeah, which is what I think of when I think of dead is like, you're either yes. in the middle of, or have gone through something. Yeah. Then you're probably more empathetic towards others and considerate. But this is just a theory. I have no evidence wow, for that. I have no idea either. Do you think in your experience that that's accurate?
0: Mm. Maybe
1: you don't know who has debt.
0: Well, I don't. Because it's not always who you think. Yeah. And I I'm, I had to make a point of being a better tipper. But it was related to me not having... I related that to me never having worked in the service industry. Yeah. Because I'm also the person who always hangs up their clothes and refolds all shirts because I worked in retail. Yeah. So it's like that's where I Yeah, am remember
1: really when respectful. you didn't tip Uber drivers and I was like, "Sarah."
0: I know. But Ugh.
1: that's all right, live and learn. I know, and now I've learned and now I'm a better tipper. But you're saying you never had to rely on tips. So No.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's mm. fine.
0: But I like I wonder where that co- I can't even imagine. Maybe it's I love that you're baffled. Yeah. But things like uh, I you, can't even think of a People theory. with debt
1: aren't always low income. Right. No, not so at all. So it's not no. like a class thing. Right. It's um,
0: just i don't know is it more like somebody who is it's almost like a hoarding money thing where you're like i've got it i don't want to slip into that i definitely
1: think that that happens with people with money they don't ever want to go back to Mm -hmm. not right or they don't ever want to be in the position Mm -hmm. so i've noticed that so much that the most generous people i know aren't the richest
0: the people who were the most uh demanding of like um Making exceptions to return policies and those kind of things were always the women who, in my experience from where I worked, um, the ones who had a lot of money and who, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. They were the ones who were really fighting for those coupons more than- Oh, the, I see what you're saying. The people, it almost became like a sport for them Ew. versus like somebody-
1: that kind of grosses yeah. me. Yeah,
0: and I even care, compare my aunt and my mom. And my aunt is a really good saver, and my mom uh, is a free spirit. And uh, my mom was like, "What ifs? buy that Prada bag?" And my aunt was the one who was like going through the Ross, right? Like or Marshalls, you yeah, know, bargains. Ser- bargains. I learned bargain shopping from the aunt.
1: I'll tell you what is a great bargain is BioClarity.
0: Definitely a deal.
1: It's a three-step um, skincare routine. And compared to the competitors that are so expensive, oh God. Bioclarity is awesome because it's affordable, but it is also effective and it's not irritating to your skin. I use the Clear Skin Routine and the Pore Purifying Mask because I have problem skin and I'm sick of it. So I do this every day without fail and it has done wonders for my skin and I'm so thankful because it's so embarrassing when you
0: yeah. have... Bad skin. I kind of forgot that skin stuff was even an issue that either you or I had when we first started this. Yes. I, in fact, wow.
1: Right. And it was I a haven't even big thought about issue.
0: that.
1: Yeah. And it is not anymore. Wow. That's and great. you should get started on healthier habits too with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com. Our listeners will get the first month for 50% off a routine plus shipping is free And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you need to enter our code BRAINCANDY. That's bioclarity.com and enter my code BRAINCANDY.
0: What's happening, Richard? I'm I'm pulling a sticker off the bottom of my shoe and it was way louder than I thought it would be. But
1: like, what? It it weirdly didn't sound like a
0: sticker. Right? It made a weird noise for me too. And I was like, well, that was fun. (laughs) Oh, you know what my secret most favorite thing in the whole entire world is? That's like the oddest thing, but I got to do it the other day and it brought me so much joy. You'll never guess in a million years. Okay, what? Okay, so you know when you buy like electronics or sometimes they're on refrigerators or appliance and there's a really thin sheet of plastic that covers it to prevent scratching? Oh, when you get to pull one of those off. That is good time. Dude, why does that feel so good? And also mm-hmm. when you didn't even know that it was on there, like I've owned my car for yeah. two plus years <laughs> and just found a section on the radio that did that. You would have think I won the lottery. Yeah. I was like, Oh, oh, oh here we go. Yeah. That is yep, so satisfying. It is that clear plastic picture frames that Ikea have it. Mm, I love peeling that stuff off.
1: Yes. I wish more people would use it. The worst is like, you know when they put something on, then it leaves a freaking right. gum
0: That's awful. Residue. Yes. I
1: hate that. And Those things
0: never do that. And they're de- – never. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely been improvements in sticky stuff to where that is not necessary anymore to have that yes. stupid residue on yeah, there. Yeah, screw that. Like you just ruined the, whatever I – you know, you got to pull it off and then – I agree with you on that one.
1: <laughs> um, that is very satisfying. Mm-hmm. I, I
0: feel you. That's like the opposite of pet peeves.
1: Yes. It's a high time
0: we talked about things that we actually. that we love for a change. What else does that for me?
1: Did you know that 64% of people claim to be in a happy marriage? That surprised the heck out of me. Because I Mm. I know very few people whose marriages I would want.
0: Hmm.
1: 64%?
0: I believe that. (laughs) Wow
1: why you see a lot of happy people.
0: Yeah. I think that, well, we were just discussing this the other night in, uh, my life cycles class for Mm. school that with, when it comes to marriages, there's really no in between. It's usually really good or really bad at the time. There's no, but it, it changes. So like, you know, if I'm going through something with my husband, you asked me six months ago, I would say it's bad. It's bad marriage. And then you ask me right now, I'm like, oh, it's so good. It's mm. a great marriage. So I think that there's more of like a... Okay. Whoa. We just had a technical problem. Yeah. So we back. we we ran out of tape. We talked too much. <laughs> we ran
1: out of tape. That's a good way to put it since it's like an SD card. But <laughs> that is essentially what happened. Uh-huh. They were like, that's enough
0: we, talking. We've heard enough out of you two oh on this God. card. <laughs> on I, this I can't card. handle any more...
1: Uh, yeah, we were talking about marriages and... Oh, yeah, good and bad. Okay, but, like, couldn't... If you thought of every marriage you know
0: in your life... Correct, yeah, yeah.
1: You would not want most of them. But
0: I would say I would put the ratio at about 60, around a little more than 50% of ones that I think are good. Because whether a marriage is good or not is different than whether that's a marriage I would like to be in. Yes. There are marriages that are really good, but I don't want to be... married to that or I don't want to be in that. I want it to look like that.
1: Well, the funny thing is this um, statistic that I'm sharing was actually in the article from something that was trending recently about how women who've had um, a lot of sexual partners Uh are less happy in their marriages. So that That women with a lot of partners, they are happy 50, per, 57% of the time versus the 64% oh, that I shared earlier.
0: Yeah, And so. You sampled a lot of flavors of ice cream and, you know, like you being stuck with mint chip for forever. That's
1: for women with, I don't know how many partners. I think it was like, I don't know. I don't even want to guess. I can't wait
0: for whatever number you guess. I, I know I I'm going to blow it out of the like, ballpark. So <laughs> <laughs> I have no regrets. Like I said, on your deathbed. Wait, have you ever
1: revealed your your number? Not on the air, but I mean, mm. like to me, I don't think I, don't I know think so. your number.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nor, go nor back. Do you need to share? Yeah, and plus, I never kept track of that. It was like just freaking That's when you know, just it's do a it. Lot of just like deep dicking or you know, are we including I was women
1: or what? Oh, in that number, or were you just talking about men only?
0: No women too. Okay, okay,
1: um, yeah. So the this headline made a big ruckus mm-hmm. that oh women that have had lots of sex oh are...
0: for goodness but it's sakes. only
1: a small difference in my opinion between 64 and 57 yeah. percent yeah that's small. and i'm more interested in the why
0: mm-hmm. like
1: is it that women who've had lots of sex oh. are less happy anyway
0: are they just people who like to mix it up or have you know
1: yeah yeah maybe they just enjoy yeah. lots of variety or is it causal where it's like because they've had all these sexual oh. partners then marriage is not good enough for them or something because mm. that seems less likely than one of the other I think options.
0: there's more variables you have to take into consideration like how how, how high do you rank sex on your because there are different types of intimacy there's like and there's a whole there's a triangle for it are different types of love there's like compassionate love there's like it's like compassion, security, and intimacy, and it's like triangle of them. Okay. And you can have two. If you have two of those, it's a good marriage. Yeah. And there are some people that like sex is like. Would not- you say
1: compassion? What?
0: Compassion, uh, uh, intimacy, and commitment. Oh, Okay. So you can have like compassion and commitment, but not have a lot of sex, and it's mm-hmm. a great marriage. You can have, you know, compassion and intimacy, but Not a lot of commitment and that's still for some is a good marriage. But the real the the best ones are when you have a balance of all three. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, at any rate, I encourage
0: women to bang whoever they Uh, want to bang. Same. But science says maybe For that extra four percent is what that's how you decide who you want to be with anyway. I say like
1: Well, yeah, like I said, to me the the thing that's interesting is more about What's going on that made them have lots of mm-hmm. partners? Oh,
0: there's yeah, there's a lot there because I know for me, my sexual promiscuity was a, a I
1: don't even like linked, that word
0: right me neither. my well, activity at time, but at the time I will use that word because of the intention behind it, it was like for validation and I was feel I felt like because I was a victim of sex survivor of sexual abuse. That a lot of my worth and my value was tied up in what I can give somebody sexually. Totally. So I was doing the only thing I knew how to do, and until I really like unpacked that and got to the bottom of like why I did that, then I started to have healthier sex, safer sex, more be more selective with my partners because I valued myself more and in a different way. And for other things that I brought to the table besides just sex. Yeah. So I wonder if there's even something to that, where if you ha- are somebody who like, what's the correlation between people who have, um, you know, these high- women who have a high number of sexual partners and a history of sexual abuse or some sort of childhood trauma. And maybe it has more to do with them in relationships in general, than it does because if i didn't really go to the work of unpacking that i probably would have done things in my relationship that wound it, wound up in a divorce because a lot of it was my own shit mm-hmm. of me like you know bringing in old stuff just like you know all that contributed to those the right. times when it wasn't good
1: i also wonder and mm-hmm. i suspect that over time, whatever difference there is will go down because yeah. people are having more partners because they're marrying
0: later. Yeah. It's just a cultural thing. And so are there are open marriages than, sometimes where yeah. people are like, "Go, yeah, they're swingers, whatevs." That's mm-hmm. happening all the time. Right. Probably so, more than we think too. Yeah.
1: So I, I think this is like mm-hmm. kind of like outdated. Yeah. Even yeah. to... Look into. Yeah.
0: I do know that marriages are happier and more successful if you do not cohabitate before marriage. Right. That's so weird. And I agree with that in every way.
1: Why? You're so annoying. I mean,
0: I, Landon and I moved in together the first time. Awful. Lasted for three months. I was like, I'm freaking out of here. And I told him (laughs) I'm never moving in with him again until we're engaged or married and i did not move in with him until after we months after we were engaged.
1: Okay, but it's still cohabitating. You're not married yet.
0: Yeah, but it even the engagement. It as long as it could be anything it's just the no commitment thing like living with somebody a boyfriend. Yeah, boyfriend. If once you're engaged or then all good. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. It like brings a lot of anxiety from the at least this is what the the studies show what that it creates anxiety for the woman and this feeling of almost like complacent like the guy's trying her out and the woman's trying to win the job
1: ew yeah Yeah, it's
0: real real
1: okay i didn't know
0: that so i'm not into
1: that yeah Yeah. adam and i didn't live together until we were engaged but
0: i mean that was more of like because and i wish somebody gave me that advice a long time ago but everybody's different. Don't take my word for it. Oh, do yeah. what do, do you? And also, if you cohabit does not mean your marriage is doomed. It's how nothing like, like that. let's end marriage? That's yeah, you
1: know, just put you know, planting the seed on that one. Yeah, hmm. like I don't even get it. I kind of love it. I love it personally, yeah. but I do not love the government involved. Hmm. It yeah. makes no sense. Yeah, that is weird. How my family is organized has nothing to do with anybody. I yeah. guess I'm like a libertarian. Yeah, in you no way. are in
0: very many ways. Back off, this is, this is, big brother. You heard it here. <laughs> Susie says, back off. She's going to get that bumper sticker on her car. <laughs> Yosemite. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and
1: mud flaps with well, the little ladies imagine? on them. Can you imagine? I should just. I'm for getting the- you
0: those for Christmas. <laughs> I know what you're getting. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. Uh, we actually are leaving now because we have to go do a Q&A for our patreon.com slash brain candy. And who knows? We know there will be wine, but we yes. don't know anything else. Yeah. And uh, if you'd like to, join all we really us, need to know. just sign up. Five bucks a month. What the heck?
0: Yeah. And you get access to so many great old videos and That's interviews true. and all that. You get all the old stuff. There are, I mean.
1: We have compiled a lot of footage. So many.
0: <laughs> we can start our own network.
1: <laughs> right. We'll compete with YouTube. It'll yeah. be just us. Huh? Or MTV. <laughs> all right, people. See you next time. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.
0: One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.